This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Thank you for listening to This Is A Place podcast. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined by a man who, if you ask him about our podcast, he'll say you should come take a listen. You will be pleasantly surprised. Nate. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Brandon, every week I listen to our episode, I am pleasantly surprised. Because a lot of people don't know this, but Brandon spends quite a few hours each episode editing. I'm assuming, right, Brandon? <laughs> Not hours. Editing. I don't know how long it takes you to edit, but Sometimes a lot of our episodes. Sometimes you make a lot of mess, a lot yes. of mess ups. Because if, if people were to hear the raw footage of our each episode, then they would be pleasantly surprised when they hear the final edition like I do. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, man, that I said a lot of things. Brandon might have said a lot of things that don't really fit the episode. But Brandon's really good at cutting it out, so it flows very well. But this but, episode... But this episode... Is going to be pretty raw. It's going to be pretty raw, right? It's going to be raw, because <laughs> I ain't got no time to edit this one. Yeah. We, um, we are nearing our deadline. We are 45 minutes from our deadline. Nearing the deadline. It's just been a scheduling conflict this whole week. Um, had other things planned, but like plans happen they they fall through sometimes and so this is kind of a last minute episode so to speak and even if you look at our last week's week episode we did a whole episode on traffic lights and now we're doing this episode today you're thinking oh this this podcast is on the they're on the out not gonna last you're like we're like coachmans and we're going out of business (laughs) but but have no fear we got some good stuff coming up and we're going to be better planners and record more than 45 minutes before we're supposed to release the episode so (laughs) yeah we really do i'm actually really excited for the next month or so of um, subjects and guests that we have lined up to be on the podcast so stay tuned you'll be pleasantly surprised and we've got our first sponsor for today. That's right. Yeah. Do you want to do your radio? Do you want to do your radio voice and or commercial voice? Oh man, I didn't even plan this. Um, uh, so yeah, we're sponsored by a YouTube channel called Disney on Blues. Longtime supporter of the podcast, and they recently started their own YouTube shorts show about hockey jerseys. So if hockey jerseys and all the ins and outs of them are your thing, check out Disneyland Blues on Disney, YouTube. Disneyland Blues? So and... they love Disneyland, and they love the St. Louis Blues, so they put oh, them together and they're Disneyland Blues. Now it makes more sense to me. Because you hockey, can't be blue. Hockey and Disneyland. Disneyland, because every time I think of Disneyland, I think of hockey. And the same thing, when I watch a hockey game, I, all I'm thinking about is Disneyland. So it makes perfect sense. So in check it out. In the most recent episode, you'll find out about a Disney and hockey connection. Oh. Via the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. 
Well, are you not watching the new Mighty Ducks show, Game Changers? I have not, but Nate, we're on a deadline. We don't have time to talk about that right now. But when the series is over, we will have Disneyland Blues on to review <laughs> Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I think that's what it's called. I don't even know if Disneyland Blues likes that show, but... Yeah, they don't bother. We'll see. That was a joke. We'll find out. If you watch the show, you'd get that joke. Just don't bother. Trust see, me. the rawness of this the, episode. It's so raw. If you are still listening, we appreciate your uh, loyalty. But Man, I'm going to be cringing when I actually listen to it because I'm not. I'm not even going to go through and listen to this after when I normally do. You're going to release it We're just and gonna listen to it, it like everybody else. I think I've already used up all my swear words for the week, so you're good. More to come on why you used up all the swear words in a future episode that we also planned for this week. There you go. Your second loss this week. Second? Yeah. No, I won last night. We won last night. Yeah, but not against me. Oh, that's true. No, I did. Okay. All right. okay. We'll talk like about I it said, later. later. We'll talk, talk about, about it later. later. Okay. Remember, I'm reigning champion. That's all we need to know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Today we're talking about the best meal we didn't have. The best meal we've never had. And we've never had. Never tasted. Full disclosure, so there's this restaurant that closed its doors for the final time today called Coachman's. I've heard about Coachman's for many a year. Passed by it, seen the sign that says, come in, you'll be pleasantly surprised, right? Yeah. Never had the chance to go. All of a sudden, all the news outlets are reporting that they're closing. They're going to rezone the area, put in more apartments, and just like that, without warning, it's closed up. Today's their final day. Right. The news hit, was it Sunday? I think so. Yeah, just Sunday Just a few night. days ago, which seems so crazy because obviously the owner of the property knew he was selling. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I think it's interesting that they didn't do like a final month or two of like, hey, we're closing our doors. Because you think they would have had so many sales over the last month if people would have known that they're closing their doors, right? You'd think so. But what do I know? I'm not in the restaurant business game. So maybe that's why there's people that speculate there's something sinister behind the scenes of why it actually closed. Just speculation. We'll talk a little bit about that, but not give too much credit to the theories. We will say that, like the good podcasters we are, we decided to go give it a try today. We tried to give it a try. tried our best. We hopped over there for the lunchtime and thought, there's a chance it's going to be a long line. Chance we won't get in, but we took that chance and... We were lucky to even get in the door because it was jam-packed in there. Yes, it was. I mean, they have a pretty big waiting area, and it was shoulder to shoulder. Definitely not following COVID guidelines. They still had today. the signs on the floor, but they were not being There was no to. six feet for sure. Felt like the old days. It did a little bit it, for more reasons than one because just walking in the front door – Feels like a whole other era. Oh that my goodness. The place has not been remodeled in probably ever. It was so awesome to see their old school candy machines. Oh yeah. 
in the waiting area. I mean, that's my childhood right there. The only thing that would make it complete is if they had a smoking and non-smoking section, then it would be just like walking back into 1984. Yeah. I, that makes me wonder, what are they going to do with the candy machines now? Can we, are they going to go to auction? Can we bet on them? I, I bet you, I, it's a good question. Another thing that really made this place so different era is apparently they didn't even take cash. They didn't even take cards. It had to be cash. And if you wanted to get the cash, they had an ATM there, but you mm, that's a, a good point. Yeah. Hey, somebody we been able to sit down and have a meal, which we did not. No. Well, well we could have, but we'd probably still be in line right now. <laughs> <laughs> They they would have closed their doors. I mean, we got there at what eleven thirty a.m. and there was already like what a two hour wait. So, and rumors that they are already running out of food anyway. Yeah, they only had. I could see that there were two sides of the the restaurant, mm-hmm. and one whole room was completely empty. No people in there. So they're probably running on a very small staff, considering they were on their way out. So right. They had one section of the dining open. Right. But a, a lot of people were trying to pay their last respects or get their last meal. And we went and gave Coachman's. our first hello and our final goodbye all at the same time. <laughs> Seems like they had a lot of loyal fans, though. And many people going to be sad that this place is no longer going to be around. And I'm sad I never got the chance to actually try it. No, I didn't have a chance either. I had the same experience you had is just basically drove by it all the time. And every time you, you drive by it, like, Oh, I've got to go try that place. Like I've heard this place. I got to go try it. But then once you drive by and move on to your next venture, then you forget. (laughs) <laughs> they don't ever go back, but I'm I'm actually kind of sad that we never had a chance to to eat there because I've heard, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of urban legends about the place. Um, you talked about being cash only, which brings up a lot of rumors. Um, I did read on one of the comments on one of the news articles today in Facebook that somebody said that their brother bounced a lot of checks there, so maybe they accepted checks but they didn't do any type of credit cards it was always cash only so do we want to get into some of the legends okay so the reason i heard about this it seemed like it was a ksl article but i can't even find the ksl article anymore but it went into how for many years the whole the restaurant was just a front for some some drug trafficking now, again, I'm not giving validity to this, not saying it's true, not trying to disparage the owners or the restaurant, but we have to talk about it because it's out there in the internet. <laughs> and if it's on the internet, what's our theory? Well, for you, it's true. I'm saying if it's on the internet, we got to talk about it. And you mentioned you saw a comment about how everyone talked about this basement area 
as you're standing in the waiting room in the middle is a downstairs that's blocked off. Nobody can get mm-hmm. go down there. And you said that you read there was only one person allowed to go down there. And if you went down there and you weren't that person, you would lose your job. Yeah. Somebody posted that they were a waiter or waitress there and that only one waiter or waitress was allowed to go down there. And that if they told you, if you ever go down there, you will be fired. But I just got on Google, found an article from desert news back in 2002, December of 2002, the headline says warrants for 19 issued in drug bust. It says as of noon, Wednesday, 15 of the 19 people were charged had been rounded up by investigators. In addition, more than $750,000 in assets has been seized. The arrest warrants accounted for a total of 52 felonies, ranging from conspiracy to engaging in controlled substance, criminal enterprise, to racketeering and money laundering. There you go. 19 so, years ago. So the rumors are true. It's in the news. It's true. All the major local articles are talking about 60 years later, this place is finally going out of business because of the rezoning. It's going to be housing that they're going to put there. I don't feel like there's a lot of official stance on the, the drugs that may or may not have been at play in its closing. Yeah, I doubt it. Sounds like it all kind of got cleaned up. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, then, Sure, it was on the radar to keep an eye out. So I'm sure it all got cleaned up because the from that article too, the the owner at the time was like 37, and they found cocaine, shotguns, handguns, and all that stuff. And his father still had an, an interest in the business, and he kind of took over because he wasn't a suspect. Oh, but, so you okay? So we're reading the same article from are we many years ago? Then 2002, I guess so. So that makes sense why it looks so funny. Well, see how raw this episode is that we figure out material on the fly during oh, the episode. <laughs> how often that truly happens. And then Brandon edits the stuff out to make it sound like it was researched prior to recording. Give them all our secrets, Nate. Stop. Yeah, it's okay. This is a behind the behind, behind the, the scenes. Behind the music. <laughs> but I my understanding is from reading a lot of the articles um, and news stories the last few days is that this place was kind of a, a regular stop for a lot of people. A lot of people like the place. Um, it looks kind of like a mama pop type diner, which looked like, like Brandon mentioned, like you're taking a step back in time. So it would have been fun to visit, check out the food. I love stuff like that, the mama pop shops. And um, if you've been there before, uh, shoot us a quick message. Let us know what your thoughts of the place were. And if you ever worked there, double bonus points, double, right? Double points. If you got any cool stories that you can can share with us. Yeah, we didn't get to try the food, so we can't really say. I heard many people in go- recent people kept doing Google reviews even up till today. There's really tons of new Google reviews and even one person saying, I strongly recommend you try this place. That's not going to happen. But a lot of people said their spaghetti was really good and they put cinnamon in the spaghetti, which is, yeah, I saw that. That's new to me. I mean, I put syrup on my spaghetti 
but not cinnamon. So it's kind of similar. Pretty much. Does it have sugar in it? Um, yeah, it's Said one of the yes. major food groups. But let us know what you thought of Coachman's. If you had any fond memories, or if you were like us and you drove by the cool sign all these years and never really got the chance to experience what it yeah. was. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. See you next week. <laughs>